All right, you ready? Don't sound too excited. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And my name is Jenna. If you're new to this podcast, thank you for stopping by. But this podcast comes at you every Tuesday at 5.30 Central Standard Time. A.M. Thank you, Jenna. I appreciate that. Big differentiation there. This podcast is all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Today, we're talking about attention deficit disorder or ADHD, however you want to call it. Well, those are two separate things. Not really. And we're going to get into that here shortly. Um, well, they have different letters. That is true, but they are very similar. But thanks for getting us uh, in the weeds there. At the top of every show, we hit you with our gratitude point. This gratitude point is something that you think of, and I want you to do it right now. Press pause as we speak. Well, I guess I got to give you some instruction before you pause, right? <laughs> <laughs> this thing uh, could be large, could be small. The whole purpose of it is something in your life that you can be grateful for in this moment. What it does is it should shift your perspective. And if it does that, then right on. It did its job. So, you go first, Jenna. What's your gratitude point? Okay. Um, maybe about a year ago, I was sitting on the couch one night after work. And I just it just hit me. I was like, I'm bored. And not just today, but I was just bored in general. I'm like, I'm bored. Like, that has to change. And um, over the last year, we've met some really incredible people. And we've become very busy with our own business and our own professional lives and, and our personal lives as well. And today we've done, I, I don't know. A whole host of tasks and gotten things accomplished and it's been an evolution the last year of learning to accomplish a wide variety of things absolutely every day right um whether we're working our day jobs or not we have something going on every single day and um sometimes as an introvert and someone that needs their alone time i kind of wish that it wasn't so busy sometimes, but okay. then I take myself back to that revelation of being bored and all of a sudden, all of a sudden having this moment of like, ugh, I don't like this life. No. And our life today versus whenever I had that aha moment, totally different. Yeah. We are and not bored ever. No. <laughs> There's never time to be bored. No. And, and I like it. Um, and I'm grateful, you know, you have, played a, a big role in that changing my board life mm -hmm. because you've always been busy. You, you can't not be busy. No. That's just how your brain works. That is me. Um, but he, he's pulled me into that as well, and I'm grateful for that. And that that really does go along with what you were just saying. So my gratitude point is actually I'm grateful what I'm grateful for what is considered a weakness of mine, having ADHD. So 
this podcast is going to be about ADHD or ADD. But I want to first cover real quick. The official term is ADHD. It's a medical term for a condition, which is hyperactive, (laughs) attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Back in the day, it was called ADD. Uh, That's now an outdated term. Uh, If you have ADD or ADHD, it's still considered ADHD. I myself, I do have a lot of energy, and you can see that, but it is not my energy that stops me from being able to focus. It, It truly is... I just have that attention piece that is a deficit. Um, does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, I think some people have, you're looking at me like you think I'm totally false. Do you think it's my hyperactiveness that, really? Oh, okay. See, all my life, I've thought my hyperactiveness is just sort of a byproduct and not really the cause. Okay, well, I don't really know what I'm talking about with my life. Well, but- it's, a, it's a vicious cycle, I think. I think one goes hand in hand with sure. the other because you have a lot of energy so you start one thing and then you get distracted by something else and then you get distracted by something else and then you try to get back to the other thing and it's that snowball of you have trouble sticking to one task sure um and it's you know it's made worse by the fact that you have so much energy and you try to get 16 things at the same time and okay so well i want to say this i'm going to start this off by saying back in the day i was ashamed of me having add or adhd I'm very grateful that I have it. And I was medicated all my life. And this this episode is definitely going to be more centric to me. Um, and I'm okay with that. But because I know that there, <laughs> I know there's somebody out there that's going to benefit from this. Yeah, well, you can relate to your own story yeah. best. Yeah. But ADHD is unbelievably common. Uh, and I think very, uh, I think a lot of people go undiagnosed. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm glad that I have it. Now, getting into the actual show. ADHD for me started when I was, I I mean, I was born with it, but I guess it was triggered and noticed when I was in kindergarten. My mom was told by my kindergarten teacher, Miss Thomas, that we would be coloring in class and Matt will pick his head up in the middle of coloring and look all the way across the room and notice the fly on the wall that just landed on the wall. And I think that that's awesome about me. I actually love that about me because it brings, for me, it, I've realized that it brings creativity. I'm, I love that. Lo and behold, I uh, actually won first prize for the painting that I was working on in that kindergarten class. So I still got the painting. My mom knows all about it. Anyway, um, I stopped taking medications for ADD four years ago voluntarily. There is, uh, you have increased risk of ta- of developing Alzheimer's dementia when you're taking some of these medications such as methylphenidate, Adderall. Um, what are the other ones? I've taken so many different types. Of course, I'm drawing a blank on them now, but four years ago, I didn't want to have to depend on something. I looked at it as a crutch. I looked at it as weak. And I was like, I can do this on my own. And for quite some time, I've done a really good job, I think. I've managed myself pretty well by way of making sure that I get up in the morning and meditate, making sure that I get enough rest, which I don't, making sure that I, you know, live as healthy a life that I possibly can with journaling, meditating, working out, uh, balancing my life. And here lately, 
it's been a few months I've noticed that it's been real bad and I've been unable to do so. Mm-hmm. And there was a tipping point last week. I got a simple piece of information from my financial advisor, from our financial advisor. And it was basically nine months past due. Just not a bill, but it was something that basically I had to update some information, get it back to my financial advisor for our financial plan. And for me, I could not get this form done. It caused me anxiety, which is strange. It caused me anxiety to simply fill out a form with the information that I knew. This is not rocket science. And I realized that I was nine months behind on getting this done. And I realized something wasn't right there. Something was not correct. And Jenna very beautifully slapped me in the face. And I think, I think we mentioned this in a previous podcast. Jenna stopped me one morning and was like, you have got to focus. And just a few things have come together. And I've now realized that I need to go back on medication for ADD. My quality of life is now lower, not being on medication. And I don't look at it as a bad thing. I actually look at it as a great thing that I have been able to figure out what my quote-unquote problem is. But I've been stuck lately. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I've been stuck. Physically, yeah. I've been stuck. And you've been out of your routine. I've been out of my routine for quite some time, guys. And I know that a lot of people listening to this and a lot of people that watch the YouTube channel, you know, look maybe and see the things that I do and think that I don't miss it. Like I, there's not a day that goes by that Matt misses it. He's up early in the morning and he lifts weights and then he makes a bunch of videos and podcasts, but it's not the case. I've struggled a lot lately. And I believe that it's all due to the ADHD because I've been unorganized. I've been able to, I've been unable to stick to things. I've noticed that my, my appetite has been really low. I've noticed that I can't sleep. And again, I say all this to hopefully educate someone out there that maybe this ADHD thing, if you know you have it, maybe it's something you need to consider, you know, seeking a professional on. Um, Or maybe for somebody that doesn't even know that they do have it. I hope that I'm shedding light right now because it's something that I've really, really been struggling with. And I, I knew that hopping on this podcast, I needed to just talk and Jenna, I can see you staring at me right now, and I know that I'm all over the place. But, 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 it, I think it's important. I think yeah. it's important for me yeah. to well, run with it right now. And from my standpoint, I understand why you struggle with your own self confidence, specifically because of your ADHD. Because I know I'm not in your head or with you even twenty four seven. Yeah, and I get frustrated with you and for you. Sure. Um, and I can't imagine not being able to get away from that for a little bit, to take a break from it, to know all the things that I don't see in your head that you're trying to accomplish and you just can't because your brain won't focus. Exactly. It's got to be incredibly frustrating that you see all these things that you want to do or should do or could do, and you just can't get it done because you can't make your brain get from directly from point A to point B. It's true. I said no matter what happened on this podcast, this episode, when I pressed record, I was going to release it exactly how it came out because this is extremely evident and pertinent of the actual ADHD. But I wanted to just spit out the emotions and what I've been struggling with. But 
the reason that I know I've been in a down place is because of all the things that I've just previously mentioned. But I want to talk about how if you don't get a hold of it, if you ignore this ADHD, for me what it's done is slowly it's crept into my life and reduced the quality of life that I have. Because I can't stick to one thing, I get disorganized and jump from one thing to the next and then wonder why is nothing working? And I'll be point blank honest with you guys. When it comes to me doing client programming and building my business, I have been unable to do so because I've been unable to focus on it. Focused on the videos and the podcasts and the getting guests on and balancing my life and then all of these things. And it's led to this anxiety. And then it's led to me doubting myself. And then it's led to me just jumping to the next thing. And it's crippling. It's truly crippling. And if you're in the same situation, I hope that you'll just take the time and give yourself a break, a rest. And I think that's slowly what I've done. Um, I'm actually starting to see a therapist about this to try to work things out. Um, and it may mean that I'm not medicated for the rest of my life. It may mean that I'm only temporarily medicated to get myself on track. Um, but I think the most important thing for you, the listener, and for myself is to realize what's the root cause of the problem. I had to sort of ask myself, why can I, why can I not fill out that piece of paper and send it back to my financial advisor? It didn't really make sense. And then when I realized nine months had passed, I realized there was a real problem, a real problem. And I truly believe that if I don't catch this, if I just let this spin out of control, that it could lead to serious depression. Mm -hmm. I know this because I've seen this with a family member. I won't mention this person's name, but I've seen the exact same thing happen to them. And a lot of things that have sort of sprouted off of it. So I really don't know where I'm going from here, but this is just me <laughs> vomiting well, and what's in my head. You've been in a really bad place I before. Have. And it was even when you were taking medication. And it was just when you've been in the best place mentally, it's been when you've been in a very strict routine. Yep. Um, and you do absolutely the same thing every day yep. as far as your routine. No matter what else is scheduled during the day, you do specific things throughout the day. And I think that helps reset absolutely your brain because you have hard and fast rules of it's this time. Okay, now I do this. Yep. Um, and I think that's really helped. I think something else that's helped that if I step back and think about the difference in how you operate from when we first got together to now, I think having consistent, healthy food has made a big difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Because at the end of the day, you know, I still have, you know, bigorexia or, you know, body image issues. And so that's one more thing that would be in my head of, man, I'm not organized with my nutrition and I'm yeah. not eating like I should be. Well, even just like you're eating quality food to your brain yes um i mean i can tell a difference when you haven't drank enough water and just ate like if you just haven't eaten a meal yeah um sometimes i just want to kind of thump your head and be like 
stop and go eat yeah. and drink something. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a good lesson for everybody is that that's literally your brain food. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hate that old saying, like, you know, somebody is like, oh yeah, Twinkie, brain, fr- brain food. Or like, it's, it was usually like crap food that someone suggested. Oh, like it's brain food. I, I grew up with, uh, like you, you eat, um, like a heavy carb for breakfast and the saying was, uh, you got to eat something that will stick to your ribs. Yeah. What? Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> who made that? It's much shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I get the point. Yeah. Um, but that's also a little false, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it's, again, I, I think it's so just so huge for you, the listener, or you, the viewer, to focus on what the root cause is of whatever it is you can't focus on or fix or figure out. I've been talking about this confidence thing for quite some time. And it's just kept coming up and kept coming up and kept coming up. And I've noticed just a trend. And I don't believe that wellness and fitness is a straight line. I don't think it's a destination or a place that you get to. If you're watching right now on YouTube, the BTYE podcast, you can see my hand and how I feel fitness goes. A lot of people think that it is a straight line across the board. No, I think that it's peaks and valleys. It goes like this. Mm-hmm. And then I also think that with those peaks and valleys, it can go up on a grand scale or it can peak and valley going lower on a grand scale. Mm-hmm. And I think if you lose that macro view that you can really drive yourself nuts. And I think slowly I've driven myself nuts here lately. Yeah. My, my body, I think, has reacted too because, yes, I've been doing powerlifting, but I've been doing the correct things. I've been doing it safely, but I keep having these little snags and tags and just this recurring neck-shoulder issue, and it's just... I I give you all of this detail to hopefully paint a picture of what it's like on the inside of my head, that there are literally physical repercussions, not being able to sleep and, and all that, that just adds and adds and adds and adds. And if you are out there and you're feeling hopeless, if you can just figure out what the cause of this is, and maybe it's not ADHD, for me it is. Uh, maybe it's OCD, maybe it's depression, maybe it is whatever, but if you can just figure out what the cause is, slowly start working on that, and that's how you become better than yesterday every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a, a random conversation, Matt, you and I had, maybe even yesterday, was recently, um, is that most uh, things that we struggle with, there isn't ever really a fix. Exactly. It's... And I think that was an aha moment for me uh, a while back with my anxiety is that there's no magic fix. There isn't a pill that I can take. There isn't a therapist that I can go to to just find that switch. There's not, that doesn't exist. It's going to be something that I always struggle with. But my job is to learn how to deal with it and overcome it in better ways so that I can be more successful and live the life that I want to live in a better way, even though that's still going to be there, it gets smaller and smaller the more I figure it out and the more I 
have self-realizations and learn to overcome it. Yeah. I think realizing that almost everyone has one of these struggles, whether it's diagnosed or undiagnosed or, or sure. whatever, everyone struggles with something and most likely you're never going to get totally past that. When you realize it's always going to be there, but you have to be bigger than that to keep going and be successful. I think, I don't know, that was an aha moment for me. That is something that's always going to be there because I was looking for that magic fix. And I think, so as you say that, you know, I know that's not how you intend it, but it sounds hopeless the way you say that, but it's not. No, it's just when you're looking for that magic fix, you're never going to find it. Stop looking for it. Like just chip away at what's in front of you, chip away at it until you're bigger than the problem. It's, it's the exact point that it's not a destination. It's, yeah. it's a continuum. It's an evolution. It's a continuum yeah. of highs and lows and peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. And then on a grand scale, it can get better on a grand scale. It can get worse. Right. But it's the fact that you don't quit. It's the fact that you don't give up. And, you know, I also want to talk about, I know a lot of people think that, you know, I don't want to rely on a medication and that's how I felt. And for me, it was directly related to, you know, later on down the road when I'm 90, I might have an increased risk of Alzheimer's dementia. It's not a guaranteed thing. I don't know. It might happen. It might not. But I can tell you this, that if I'm worried about my quality of life when I'm older and when it comes to medications, that's an if as of right now. And right now I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. And what it can lead to can be so much worse. So you... It's obviously extremely individualistic, but I know for me right now, from my quality of life, I, I have to try things that, and put my pride aside, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and, and seeking professional help. A thousand percent. I'm going to see my therapist tomorrow. And I, I like, I think it's so ungodly important that we record that we recorded this conversation and anything mm -hmm. like it yeah because th this is so real yeah like, well and your realizations recently you're now um you're going to see a therapist tomorrow um that's working on your mental health you're going to see a and a physical therapist as well yeah um and you've scheduled an appointment to follow up with your uh primary doctor yeah like you've stopped and you've realized, okay, this is a turning point. Like I, I've, I've let this go too far and it's my responsibility to turn it around. Like you're, you're making active steps, very clear steps to work on that. Yeah. Rather than just wallowing, wallow, yeah. you know, just, mm -hmm. just sitting in it. And yeah, I, I hope that this reached someone. I really do. My again, my intention was I don't. Sometimes what we do is we we sort of pregame this and write a few things down. I wrote nothing. Yeah, I wrote nothing. I wrote ADD on the top of the page, <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, that's exactly what this episode was. Um, I hope that it's helped someone, and I, I appreciate you guys listening. And if this has meant something to you, please leave us a comment on this video on the BTYE podcast on YouTube. If you're listening to this on whatever platform, it will be in the description below to watch the video. I want to know if you, anybody out there struggle with this or if this hit you. Jenna, I appreciate you letting me run my mouth in a very, very, very unorganized fashion. <laughs> I'm used to it. But how perfect 
<laughs> how perfect of a way to do this one. Right. Very disorganized and all over the place. You've made your point. Nailed it. <laughs> Guys, I think the wrap up in the end of this is just saying that headed off of the pass. Don't be prideful. And as long as you keep going, keep trying, you're better than yesterday. Every day. Every day. We'll talk to y'all next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday. Every day. Every day.